This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, it's Dr. Kate. And today's episode, I'm going to talk about pelvic floors, which we talk about all the time. But I want to talk about what constitutes a pelvic floor issue because I think some people are uh, misinformed and think that if they're not wearing Depends, that they don't have a pelvic floor issue. And that is not true. I just had a new patient last week that when I asked, um, do you have a pelvic floor? Do you have any issues with your pelvic floor? Any leakage or incontinence or pain with sex or, uh, you know, the whole wide scope of things? She said no. You know, immediately, without hesitation, she did not categorize herself as a person with pelvic floor issues. And, you know, she did not come into the office for a, you know, pelvic floor She didn't come in saying, I have a pelvic floor issue. I asked because she was struggling with low back pain. And if you dive into the anatomy of the pelvic floor and how it contributes to how we regulate our intra-abdominal pressure, it is intimately tied to how our low back functions. So even though to the layperson, their low back pain is not at all related to their undercarriage, It most certainly is. And piecing the puzzle together, she started having these random, very sporadic periods of low back pain after she had her kids. And, you know, her kids are, I think, in their 30s. So it's been a long time, but she's had it off and on since then. Super active and everything. So just from in the past, I would have been like, check, no pelvic floor issues, no leakage, you know, just moved on. But I've gotten wiser. And so I dig a little bit more and not to put anyone on the spot or anything like that. But I, I've come across this weird thing where I think that people think of themselves as only having a pelvic floor issue if they're wearing full on depends. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, So I asked her, so does that mean you can jump on a trampoline? And she said, oh, no. But she categorized that jumping on a trampoline and having leakage as just something that we have to deal with as women. And that's simply not true. You can definitely jump on a trampoline after... um, having kids without having leakage. You just have to put in the work to, you know, figure out, is it strictly a, I need to strengthen the area? Is it what it most often is? I need to learn how to fully relax the pelvic floor and then be able to tighten it. Um, so she couldn't jump on the trampoline, but she just chalked that up to being a woman, which is 
sad (laughs) that that is the narrative that we believe and have been led to believe, but it is what it is. It is a slow process to change that. I get that. Um, And then she had some issue even with um, when she was asked to move quickly, all of a sudden at once would have a little bit of leakage with that. And she also was even astute enough to narrow it down to during um, certain hormonal change times, irritated it, um, which is very perceptive. And in the last, I think last year, I took a pelvic floor course that described how the different levels of hormones as we go through our cycles, as we hit perimenopause, menopause, it's going to affect the, the, um, of the musculature in the vaginal wall, in the pelvic floor, all of that. So as, as you hit that perimenopause and menopausal state, we have to really work extra hard to keep excellent blood flow to our vaginal wall, to our pelvic floor, to keep it healthy and working properly. So very astute of her to connect that she has more issue with hormonal change times. But I'm sure at first she was looking at me like, I came here for my low back. What are you wasting my time for with these questions about trampolines? But they are often tied to our pelvic floor health. And it's just taking the time to explain to someone so they get that fully in their head so that when you give them exercises to do at home, they won't just not do them because they don't understand the why uh, behind it. So helping to give that full picture. The other interesting thing that I've heard is I don't have pelvic floor issues because I didn't tear or I didn't deliver vaginally. I had a C-section, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Tearing I mean, tearing is a good indicator that you you cause damage, obviously, and there's different grading of tearing. So definitely the further down in the grading that you get with the tearing means, you know, the further back toward the anus it goes and into the musculature, that's obviously going to have way more far-reaching effects on people and going to be harder to rehab, but you can always make improvements. Um, but even if you don't have the tearing, you still have, can have trauma to the area. And even when you have a C-section, you can still have issues with your pelvic floor. So when you think about it, the baby, the placenta, the amniotic fluid, everything has been pushing down on the pelvic floor. And what happens to a muscle when it's pushed on, it's going to have to contract to resist. So it's providing that isometric or eccentric contraction to keep everything where it's supposed to be. So that's why I like to give pregnant patients different ways to get their hips above their torso so that it can give the pelvic floor a rest because we know that it's super taxing to the pelvic floor and can lead to issues during pregnancy and after. And that's one of the reasons why that people with C-section still, you know, you've got the surgery to recover from. You still have pelvic floor issues, even though you didn't get to deliver vaginally. It's just 
a bummer. Um, another thing to mention is that you don't even have to have given birth at all to have pelvic floor issues. You could have, I have patients that have never, women that have never had birth have pelvic floor issues. You can have a spasming pelvic floor from trauma, sexual trauma, um, abuse, those kind of things. But you can just have pelvic floor issues from being very stressed and a tense person that clenches their glutes, tucks their tailbone under and squeezes down. I'm the type of person who, when I have a lot on my plate, I can't, or if I've got a huge to-do list and I'm like at the computer editing or doing my patient notes, I can just feel myself tucking my tailbone under and just like squeezing and clenching away. And so you can have pelvic floor tension and tightness just from the way you sit or sit in the car or whatever. So that is definitely not true. And I have male patients that have pelvic floor issues. So you do not have to have tearing in childbirth to give you a pelvic floor issue. Pelvic floor issues do not discriminate. Um, so I wanted to get, shed a little bit of light on the what constitutes a pelvic floor issue because it doesn't have to be life you know, your life revolve around it where your wearing depends all the time. It can be that you stop running because you're never sure at what mile mark your pelvic floor is going to be like, oh, I'm just exhausted and start leaking. So, you know, it doesn't have to be as soon as you start running. It could be a mile in, two miles in, five miles in. It just depends on you. And it's going to depend on, have you been doing your exercises? Have you, did you have a stressful week and your pelvic floor is clenched so tight that it can't help you the way it usually does? It could be that you had to stop jumping on the trampoline with your kids. It doesn't have to be your wearing depends all the time that is not the only benchmark for pelvic floor dysfunction. And if you're not able to jump on the trampoline and you're um, not able to run your five miles, you might say, okay, well then I just won't do that. I don't really want to put in the effort. The problem is, is that you're going to start getting, you might start getting issues like this woman with the low back pain that's becoming more frequent and you're not relating it to pelvic floor because you're not thinking broad spectrum and outside of the box where your pelvic floor is the bottom of that canister of your core. You're not thinking about that. You're not thinking about how that protects your low back. So you're having these chronic SI joint pain or low back issues or work up the chain. You could even have mid upper back issues because your core isn't supporting you well, it doesn't even have to be in the low back. You could be having hip pain. I was having pelvic floor issues that was giving me excruciating hip pain. And going down the kinetic chain, you could be having a knee issue or whatever. Your core is your center and your power source. And if that is not secure, your brain freaks out and starts tightening things up around it. So 
it's never a good idea to just be like, I'll just skip the trampoline because that might snowball into a whole bunch of other different problems that you might take, might take you a while to trace it back to that issue. And then you've lost, you know, how long it took me probably six months to rehab my, my hip issue. Uh, nobody wants to do that. It's so much harder to rehab an issue than to prehab and prevent it. Um, and if you don't address those little things that are just inconvenient, then they often become really stop you from doing what you actually do want to do. So just trying to change the narrative and let you know that don't answer your doctor that you don't have a pelvic floor issue because you just don't wear, have to wear diapers. That is not the only benchmark. Um, but if you have any questions on any of that stuff, let me know. And I'd be happy to um, hit any other uh, movement pre or postpartum issue that you've got. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.